Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Hello and welcome. We're going to talk about Parsha's Tazriya Mitzora. There's a lot of overlap between the two, and uh, their themes are very similar, even though they're often separate Parshas. So the Grah has a very interesting Ha'ara in the idea of Lashon Hara, which we find throughout uh, the cause of Tazriya Mitzora, which talks about uh, Tsaras, the Mitzora. Uh, so the Gemara tells us that a person shouldn't talk about the praise of his friend, and the Gemara Bobasar, Kuf And the Gemara says, because, or Ganuso, uh, when you talk about his um, positive qualities, you're going to, the Pashup shot is, you're going to end up talking about negative, meaning that if you bring up nice things about this guy, there might be something that someone in the room that doesn't like him, and he might start saying negative things, so it's better not to say anything. Now, uh, what does that mean? So that's a simple reading of the Gemara. And what that means is that if there's no Toelis, then what's the point of just talking talking about other people? We're not talking about Rebbeim that are talking about some you know people to understand their their milus and, and what they need to work on. We're not talking about parents that are talking together and collaborating or, or, or if there's another value. We're talking about just people sitting around and they want to mention, you know, this guy has a quality. But the Gemara reads it a little bit deeper. The Gros says that that perhaps Pshat and the Gemara is something is something else as well, meaning the Gros says that they're going to talk about this guy. They're going to say he has a really nice singing voice, right? So the simple reading is that well, someone else might say, well, I don't agree. I think he has a horrible singing voice, or someone might say, yeah, but he's a Ganav. So the Gros says that even in your saying those words, that giving him a compliment, you could be slighting him as well. Why? Because if you have malicious intent, you could be saying. Well, that guy, well, at least he has a nice singing voice, but you're writing off everything else that he has. And what this is fascinating is that we see from the Grah that it's possible that you're trying to give someone a compliment, um, and yet you're really slighting him, and you're really and you're really uh, digging into him as well by saying, well, he has that one Mila, but look at his other Chasronas that he has as well. And remember, the Grah says in Mishlei that the whole purpose of life is Shiras uh, Hamidos, is for a person to work on his Midos. And the Grah says that if he doesn't do this, then Lama Lochayim, what's the point of him living? And Rav Shach pointed out a very brilliant thing, which is that if you think about it, what the Groh is saying is that a person could have lived his entire life and he steigt in Torah and Yerushalayim and he made tremendous accomplishments, but he didn't work on his mitos. And so the Groh is saying that, that his Torah is not worth much. Now we can kind of understand this because we understand that the whole purpose of Torah is to transform a person. The Gemara says, Lachof is Yitzro Adif. The best thing is to break your Yitzro, meaning that if you're walking down the street and you see your enemy who's ox or whose donkey is collapsing and needs help, and you see your friend who who's, who's needs help, so there's, who, who's do you turn to? Where do you go? You have a mitzvah to help both of them, right? So Gemara says that you should force yourself to help your enemy, because lachav is yitzro adif, the best thing is to try to force your your, your own desires, um, and that that's the whole purpose of a Torah. That's that's what one shot what the what the uh, Rambam says. Hashem gave us so many mitzvahs in order to break us. So says Rav Shach. His ara is that this is even talking about the Vilna Gaon himself. This is what he was saying that even with all the Torah that he accomplished, if he wouldn't have worked on his midos, then it would have all been worthless. All that Torah. Could you imagine the Grah is saying my own Torah is is worthless compared to the purpose of the world, which is shviras hamidos? Very very fascinating. There's a very famous. Um, Discussion between Chavetz Chaim and uh, who he considered to be one of the Gedolei Hadar, Yisrael Salanter, and he actually wanted a haskama from Yisrael Salanter on his Sefer Shmiras Halashin. And the story goes that when he uh, asked for the haskama, the Yisrael um, Salanter said, "I agree with every single thing in the entire Sefer except for one thing." 
Um, and what is that halacha? The Chavetz Chaim talks about that if you say Lashon Hara, let's say about Ruvain, you said something negative about him, and Ruvain has no idea that you said something about him, um, so you need to do tshuva for that, according to everybody. So the Chavetz Chaim said that you need to tell him, you know, listen, Ruvain, I really, I'm really sorry. Um, I made fun of the fact that you have funny ears. I made fun of your uh, speaking skills in front of uh, other people. And I apologize. Please be mochel me. The Chavetz Chaim Paskin, and that's, that's what a person has to do in order to get forgiveness. However, Rosal Salanter said that you're going to hurt Ruvain by telling him something negative about himself. That's not the way we talk to other people. And Rosal Salanter's big thing in life was about not causing any pain to anybody else. So therefore, Rosal Salanter said that um, the way that you should apologize is to just say to him, listen, Ruvain, I spoke Lashon Har about you. Just say it in a general way. Um, can you please forgive me? That's what Rosal Salanter said. He held, that's the way that you do chua. According to one version of the story, this dispute actually went so far that the Chavetz Chaim asked for a haskama, and Rosal Salanter responded that until you change that, I, I can't give a haskama on you because this is against everything that I teach. Uh, to which the Chavetz Chaim responded that Rabbeinu Yonah uh, in Shari Tshuva says explicitly what I said. And he showed it to him in Shari Tshuva, the third uh, gate in 204, 207. And if you look it up there, that's what he says. You have to tell him what you said about him. Rechaim um, and uh, Rev. Uh, Yisrael Salanter said that, uh, nonetheless, it, it's Derek Harris. You can't, you can't treat a person that way. So I heard a very interesting thing I, I saw brought down as well, that Rav Chaim Kanievsky brought down that his father, Rav Stipler, used to tell people that the minag is to follow Rav Yisrael Salanter. Meaning, even though the Chafetz Chaim is the, the father of all Hilchaz Lashon Hara, um, uh, a person in this, in this matter, he should follow the Bali Musser, which is very interesting. I guess he was coming from the Navardic track as well. Um, and that's that's one approach. Of course, people should ask a Shiloh. Um, there's no question about it that if you could just tell him, listen, I said something negative about you, could you please forgive me? That would um, that would be sufficient if he says yes. But if he pushes you and says, I would really like to say, you know, hear what you said because it bothers me. So the first thing I would say is reassure him that, you know, it was stupidity and I'm going to go back to the people and say that I said something inappropriate. But if he really pushes, then I would think that uh, one does have a right to hear, you know, what was said about him. But I would just give it, I would say to him, you know, I would tell him about this point and say, Rosal Salanter says that it's not, it's bad enough that I spoke Lashon Har about you. Now I'm going to insult you and say it in front of your face as well. Um, but if he still pushes, then I would, I would say one should probably uh, tell him he has a right to know what was said negative about him. Um, there's an interesting thing that um, Rav Yashiv had a little bit different approach on this. He says that um, that it's a big zechus for you, Ruvain, to hear what was said about you. And that pain that you suffer from hearing it is a kapara for you. But more than that, it's a kapara for your friend in that he had to, your friend had to share with you, I said this bit of Lashon Har about you. And you're accepting that pain in order that he could do a proper tshuva. But again, there's a whole debate whether, according to Rishol Salanter, do you not get a tshuva if, the, if, if, you, if, you don't, if he demands that you, you know, say what it is and, and you don't want to say it. Um, there's another thing also um, brought down from our Yitzhak Zilberstein that he basically said the same thing that I, that I had mentioned in the beginning, that if it's something minor, then you could tell it over to him and follow the Chavetz Chaim. But if it's something very hurtful, then you should protect your friend. And one of his proofs is that the Mishnah which is written by the Chavetz Chaim many years later, um, in uh, later on in the Halachas, actually in 6063, he actually says explicitly that if you're sure that telling your friend what you said about him will embarrass him, then you shouldn't tell him. And, um, and so, of course, 
the best thing is to ask for forgiveness in a general manner, but if he demands to hear it, then I think you have what to rely on from based on the Chavetz Chaim. And I think that sometimes it might be more offensive if you don't tell him because then he's wondering what you said. But zooming back out, the point is that by Hilchas Lashon Hara, a person's whole purpose in life is to work on his mitos and to we see how sensitive you have to be when it comes to other people and how much Lashon Hara is there that we that we share about other people. And, you know, we think we know things about other people. Someone one time told me that... Uh, there's a number of things that everyone knows about everyone else. What, what are those things? It's how much money you make? Oh, I, I, I know. And uh, if you know how to learn, oh, that guy knows how to learn. Or oh, that guy's not more. It's, uh, who made me the expert? I don't know, but I know. All right? Um, there's, there's another thing that I always add in, which is what's going on in his household? Does he have shown bias? Is he okay? Everyone always knows that about someone else. And then the last thing this person said, which I agree with also, is how to raise his children. You know, we all, we're all chachamim when it comes to everyone else. But if we look at ourselves and we work on ourselves, then this will prevent us from speaking Lashon Hara and it will sensitize us towards what we learned from all these parshias about the importance of speaking sensitively and making sure that even the nuances that we express are not said in a negative way that hurt other people because our purpose is, is to learn chassid and to work on our mitos and become the best people we can be. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at parshathemes.com.